0: Hi and welcome to Sweetman Podcast. It's Simon Sweetman here, your host. I um, am bringing episode nine of Sweetman Podcast to you. Uh, this was a real fun one for me because um, I know I probably always say that, but this one I talked to one of my oldest friends, um, uh, Matt Cooper or Matthew Cooper. He's an artist, and uh, and he's a, a very successful artist um, based in Las Vegas now. Um, and I would, you know, he's the sort of guy I love his work. I would have wanted to talk to him anyway, but. Um, it's so hard for me to say that because I've known him since I was about three years old. So we talked about that in the podcast too. We, how, how our lives kind of kept intersecting. We went right through school together. Um, we friends, knew, you know, knew each other well. And then we obviously, as happens, would have times where we weren't as um, close in contact. But um, certainly for uh, a great part of the last twenty years, and, and, and entirely, absolutely, the last decade and a bit longer. Um, We're we're good buddies and we've kind of collaborated a little bit, um, in a a way. Um, I think that's probably giving me far too much credit, but but, uh, I've certainly um, been an enthusiastic cheerleader for his artistic process and I got to see a little bit, I guess behind the veil, got to sort of see um, him making his art for a long time, got to go around and chat to him while he had paintings and drawings and, and even sculptures in process. Um, so yeah I, I enjoyed this one because uh, there was a temptation for us to just be total idiots and talk about stuff that only we knew which is what we normally do keeping each other on um, on track and on task here was not quite the challenge that we both thought it was or, you know thought it would be um, so yeah I hope you enjoy this Matt's a, a really talented artist and, and um, go and check him out at mattcooper.com I'm pretty sure it's mattcooper.com certainly if you google Matt, Matthew Cooper artist Matt Cooper artist You'll find, I'll look him up on Facebook. He's got a great social media presence too, and all of the works are there for you to look at. Some, some pretty challenging stuff and some pretty amazing stuff from him. So here's our chat. The idea is, it's nice to invite someone round to your house and go, yeah. come round, and like with time, you know, get some people that you know maybe have been a bit fucked off with things I've said about them well mm. you welcome them around and yeah they come in and they have a beer or a coffee and they go you know actually had a pretty good chat and mm. you get to know one another and go well that's as people mm. we get on
1: yeah, yeah he just
0: doesn't like what I do and I don't like what he says about what I do and that's mm. I think that sort of needs to happen more that people separate out that criticism is about the work not the person but it's mm. really hard for people to and I understand why it's hard, but it's it's very hard for people to decide that it's criticism of a work and not of themselves. People mm. have that idea; they put themselves into their work, so yeah, which is probably as good a good a point as any to start with you. I mean, what's your take on that with what you do? I mean,
2: well, I'm I'm kind of lucky because I've got that buffer, which is the artwork. <laughs> so it doesn't necessarily get to me
1: because
2: mm. it's the artwork getting all the, the eyes on it
0: yeah 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 So, but it's still something that you've spent yeah g- quite often an extraordinary amount of time
1: doing yeah.
0: but you understand it as being separate from yourself because it is a an artifact or a piece of product yeah. or what it, you know it it's is a that, that by
2: product yeah, yeah, like yeah, research and mm. you know sensations and mm. all that kind of stuff Mm. I mean, that you know, uh, Tony Fomerson, mm. that you know, painter who mm-hmm. died in the early 90s, yeah, like he always talked about his paintings as orphans, yeah, right. So it's kind of like, well, you, you make these things, you push them off,
0: out into they the go world. to the
2: orphanage, which I guess is like the dealer, the dealer. Gallery. <laughs> yeah,
0: they might get some adoptive parents, yeah, exactly. The buyer. Yeah. yeah,
2: so I, yeah, I kind of see it like that, and mm-hmm. you know, because I yeah, well, I mean, all it's autobiographical, but it it is that kind of second removed or once removed idea where mm. you've got this thing, it's a representation of what you're interested in, what you're doing, mm. and you know, it goes out into the world and represents you to some extent, but still has its own life. Mm, mm. Um, I mean, it's a, a wee bit eerie, fairy, but
1: yeah, yeah.
0: Ultimately,
2: no, no, no. that's the yeah, that that's the. Degrees of separation. That's
0: how I understand it, but then that's very easy for me to arrive at that. <laughs> yeah, know, yeah. It's, it's far easier for me to arrive at that understanding of how I think it should be with with any artist and their work. Yeah. Um, from the side of the fence that I'm coming from, but yeah,
2: I, well, you I, put yourself in the middle. That's the thing. You're, yeah, you know, you've mm. got this middle ground or conduit oh. situation where you're taking something from one place and processing it and Turning it, actually turning it into something else when people
0: Mm. take your assessment of it. My version of it.
2: Yeah.
0: Yeah. Um, But I I totally get why people, um, it seems to be, I've always sort of said I feel like it's a New Zealand thing Mm. um, in part, but I do get why people can't form that separation that you have where they go. I worked really hard at this. Mm. This I put this and this and this into it. That person doesn't know how hard I worked. And then they come away and they say this about the work. Mm. They're really saying it about me. I, I don't agree with that, as I've just said, but I can mm. see how someone arrives at that. You know, I can yeah. see how they find it hard to divorce themselves from...
2: Yeah. Well, like, I, do, I mean, I don't want to come across as cold because I do yeah, love yeah. my work and what I do. You yeah, to, you yeah. Know. And I'm sure but, you but love... It's just, uh, you, you got to have those boundaries for self sure preservation i'm, I'm sure
0: guess. you love um well thought out praise or and you know positive constructive criticism mm. of your work too because anyone who says they genuinely don't care about critics i just do not believe uh, that's that,
2: that's that, not true yeah I, I think that's just uh
0: it's a defense mechanism yeah it's a it's a safety yeah. comfort thing to say
2: mm. it's like you know Robert Rauschenberg the American artist mm. who he was doing these large white minimalist canvases before I guess Robert Ryman was doing them mm. and he would say um, if I get a favorable review I see it as favorable if I get a negative review I just think they didn't get it yeah <laughs> and it, like to some extent you gotta be like that Yeah, totally, to, absolutely. To to, yeah. But I think I think most yeah. artists love criticism, and I think uh, even the negative stuff. Yeah, you, you get you know offended and hurt by it, but it's often the most you know productive yeah, yeah. because that, that's what kind of sinks in.
0: Yeah, and and I think um, it's not always the case, but I think we sort of know deep down. I mean, I know it of criticisms of my reviews and things. Mm. The things that people point out, as harsh as they might be, um, at times and as hard as it might be to hear, it is because they're pretty much on the money. And you go, yeah. you know, you d- you don't want to acknowledge it at the time. Yeah. Sometimes you can't see it, and sometimes mm. you you know it already, but you don't want to acknowledge it. Mm. And then you go away and think about it and go, fuck that person, got mm. it right. They. It fucking hurt to hear it but yeah. they actually got that right and so you, and then you see people actually applying that to their
1: mm.
0: later work their next work whatever yeah and they probably in a lot of cases don't don't want to admit mm. <laughs> that some piece of criticism whether from a reviewer or a, you know, a family member and manager and whatever mm. someone involved in the process in whatever capacity mm they do help, those conversations do actually help shape what people end up definitely you know, reapproaching their work, how they re-approach their work mm. I think, you know, if you just look
2: at the two different ways that people are coming to either your work or a work whether mm. it's music, mm. theatre, writing, mm. art mm. Uh, you know, if you're making the work and presenting it that is your life up until that point chronologically yep. Yep. whereas a reviewer or a critic is looking at a multitude of things and they're sometimes older than you or yeah. younger than you but have a very wide range of what they're interested in and you're just a little blip
0: yeah
1: yeah on
2: yeah. the radar of what they're looking at and putting it into context yeah
0: so it's a,
2: it's just different levels of i don't know different levels of um you know the ego and the self yeah, yeah. to what how you know how you exist in relation to other people so people or always other artists
0: people always say they say it about me to me and people say it to um musicians and artists and actors and so forth um you need you must have a a tough hide you must have a thick skin or you you must have learned to develop a thick skin Mm. um is that true for you and how did you approach that do you think you in do you think thinking about it now that you've you have over time developed a much thicker skin or do you feel like you have sort of always gone about it the same way, and criticism has, if you know, been a part of your work mm. and something for you to respond to or whatever, acknowledge in whatever way, and you've always actually had the same way of dealing with it.
1: Mm. Yeah, yeah. Well, those
2: are, I mean, those are good sort of questions and points. I mean, like the first part, it's by proxy. I don't think you develop a thick skin. Oh. I just think the older you get, and the more you do it. The more direction and focus you have so that yeah, becomes right. the main mm-hmm. you know that, that that's the
0: you're constantly, the bullseye you're that constantly you're honing exactly yeah yeah
2: so yeah. you're going for that and so it doesn't matter so much because you're not kind of casting around when you're like you're younger mm-hmm. um, and sort of fumbling a bit and trying things out and you know playing off the audience if you're showing regularly or playing regularly mm. and it you know you, you sort of slow down you take stock of things and you resolve things and so you feel more satisfied in your own mm-hmm. right and so if someone damns it well you know you, you're probably a bit more philosophical about how to assess that um mm-hmm. critique
1: mm-hmm.
2: so you can go well they've got uh, axes to grind or there's a political thing going on mm-hmm. there mm-hmm. so it's uh, that that's what it has been for me mm-hmm. and also the fact that you know leaving New Zealand and seeing that it's all the same all over the world yeah right. <laughs> you know so nothing kind of we're all human you know it's we all react in the same ways and people have the same
0: yeah
2: same angles that they want to take or yeah
0: so before we explore where you are now um, outside of the context of this particular recording where you are in the world now and mm. and how you got there Let's go all the way back, because um, we grew up in the same place, and mm. we've known each other for a long time. Since we were what? Four, three. three. We went to kindergarten, Yeah. and we went, we went right through school yeah. from then, and so this is a sort of interesting to me, um, how we're going to manage to, <laughs> to kind of keep us vaguely <laughs> on track without uh, too many sort of in-jokes and references to things mm. that only we know, but one thing that... I wanted to sort of bring up was um my earliest memory of <clears throat> you being at all capable and interested in art and i'm, I'm just wondering what your version of the story is
1: because
0: mm. i reckon i've i've you know it's it's changed with time as stories yeah. do but my memory and i reckon i've got some of the details right is that when we were about six or seven Um, you were drawing a picture of the teacher in the classroom and I feel like you were probably not listening to like a story she was reading out or something and you Mm. were just like doodling and you drew a picture of her um, teacher sitting sort of cross-legged on the desk reading Mm. to the class and that you were possibly my version of events that I've remembered is that you were sort of Possibly questioned about, like, what are you doing? And mm. then, you know, you're not paying attention. And then she kind of looked at the picture and went, that's that's pretty amazing. Was that Mrs Limbrick? I, 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 was, I couldn't remember the name, but I think you're right. The yeah. short block yeah, 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 yeah. And so then yeah. I I seem to recall that picture ended up, like, maybe winning it won a, a prize, a prize <laughs> like a, across schools or something. Yeah, that's right. But yeah. is that at roughly the, it? Like, the shows. Yeah, 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 yeah. And so I, I can kind of wow i can kind of remember the picture yeah i can kind of remember it and, wow. and i just wanted to know if that story's about right i sort of feel well, like
2: yeah it does now i mean but that's that that's an outside
0: yeah yeah that's, that's, that's what i say that's my but that's really interesting but we were about seven i reckon
2: yeah it and would have been standard
0: till one, one or two mm, something yeah. Like that. Yeah. Uh, early 80s, yeah early 80s early to mid 80s and um so you and you, I, I, cause, I mean, fuck, I cannot draw to save myself and have never been able to, and I, um, I can remember at that time going, fuck, that's like a drawing an adult would do, um, you know, mm. as I was busy sort of, you know, making stick figures almost resemble stick figures, and, um, <laughs> you know, if I tried really hard, um, and I just remember going, fuck, how's he done that kind of thing? Mm. And, you know, we knew each other, we were friends, we were classmates. But that's when I went, fuck, this guy's doing something that goes a bit beyond basic. Like I watch my yeah. son now just splash colours around and I'm very, I'm a very enthusiastic cheerleader for him because mm. he's my son and it's great to see him explore this world of colour. Um, but that's all I was capable of and, that, mm. and pretty much is all I've ever been capable of since. But, yeah, when did you know that was it winning that award for that drawing or (laughs)
2: yeah well you know as i said it's that outside Mm. perspective i mean my my first kind of like you know verging on a seizure or something was like at um kindergarten Mm. and we're inside it was raining and we had we were painting on those boards in the afternoon Mm. and i painted something and i didn't like it so i just got black and painted all over it right yeah and the teacher freaked out yeah i said you yeah, had the most beautiful painting it was yeah. like just yeah, you yeah, know just those, and, p- those yeah. pigment um, yeah, yeah. paints and it was yeah. terrible so i just painted edited the whole thing out black yeah and that was like an amazing revelation wow
0: and you can remember that
2: i can remember that i think that's the first you know time i remember physically Self. painting something yeah right like you know is that the first understanding of you know where primordial man's come
0: from <laughs> so well the reason i'm sort of connected to that story is because you know like we've got um a few of your artworks up in the house and um and often people ask us about them right and you know and then i or or, or people have heard of you or whatever and then they say oh you know some people go oh that's a matt cooper and oh where'd you get that how come you mm. and i and i say well you know we like them but then i also sort of say well matt's a friend and you know I actually I grew up with you know we grew up together we went right through school together and and a couple of times I've sort of told that story and said to people like because people will go oh so what was like was he good at art at school and stuff and I go yeah you know that was definitely his focus and um, oh, I, I go back to that story and go man yeah. he, he did this wicked drawing of a teacher that looked like something an adult would do when, when we were about seven and um, so I wonder what sort of what sort of um, encouragement did you have at home or through teachers at school that made you kind of keep pursuing that path, or mm-hmm. internally? Like, what did you yeah. do? Did you just go, "I like doing this"? And
2: yeah, as yeah, you know, as we got older and went through high school, it was more that I felt like I couldn't do anything else. Yeah, right. <laughs> it was a really self-selecting. Do you mean
0: thing. you mean you felt compelled to do that, but also that you understood that you were achieving something through yeah, doing that whereas it was inherent. other things yeah yeah other it was things. inherent
2: at the time and there was like a you know a, a parallel thing where I was doing things at home and then doing them at school like doing art at school and mm. just drawing at home mm. and it was it was that repetition of doing it to make me feel like I was getting somewhere but it was
0: it was kind of what passive it, what were the sort of influences were like before you start like I imagine in high school you've got like art history as a help right Um, obviously outside of art and and then all the other people Mm. in your class and the teacher and that but what sort of influences are you taking to that is it like kind of comic books and well it was
2: early on yeah I mean we're obsessed with those things I mean I remember another thing I remember doing is drawing your mask toys remember masks those little figures and and there was a the
0: trucks I've still got a couple of Oscars got those trucks and there's a guy
2: in a inflatable thing he was sort yeah. of the captain he would sh- shoot out little i mean i remember drawing those and doing a lot of like drawing popeye and popsicles and yeah. a lot of kind of pop culture stuff but very commercial yeah yeah so you know i'd draw the wrapper of a
0: yeah right
2: star wars ice yeah. block or something
0: yeah
2: it's Do amazing f- how all that seats your in. folks
0: are there many remnants of that stuff they, around
2: are your folks and my the, they dad must kept, have kept a lot of that wow yeah, yeah. And so have, it's you, really have nice
0: you revisited it? Like do you go, maybe not every time you're home, but have you had a bit of a peek through it? Sometimes, yeah, he will yeah. like
2: get them out of? Yeah, cool. And there was, I, I did an exhibition at the Sargent Gallery, which was kind of a summation of like yeah. being in New Zealand and growing up around New Zealand art mm. and, and looking at the, the structure of museums. And I was home and Dad pulled out this folder Because I was painting all these um, sort of Spanish colonial reference ex-voto works. Mm -hmm. So, you know, a little simple image on the top with text and they're quite sort of, they're quite naive looking. Yeah, yeah. And one of them had crucifix, you know, there's a lot of crucifixes on them and Dad said, oh look, here's this drawing that you did. When you were oh that's
0: three. right three yeah, yeah i remember that
2: and it was a crucifixion work and crisis in this big long i remember that being um,
0: included in the in the book yeah yeah, yeah so yeah, i put yeah, that in the show so,
2: yeah i yeah, got yeah. it and had it nicely framed up in this that's elaborate right. baroque frame and, wow and so that was kind of a cool because yeah. you know I, I i don't really remember that work but when i saw it i remember thinking about doing it mm. and things like you know he's not normally in a big veil. Mm, so mm. I put this veil on him, and the nails go through the veil because I was trying to work out how he was suspended, you know, yeah, not, yeah. not getting the main idea of yeah. crucifixion as, you know, yeah. to put pain and agony on someone. So, yeah, it was, yeah I mean, that, that, that's kind of like photographs as well, those, you know, memories instilled, mm. and that, that's the the way that you remember things.
0: Mm, yeah, mm. And so then, like, I mean, high school... I, I just I remember that there was you were focused on art you were like sort of anyone I think that knew you at school
1: mm.
0: knew that, that that's what you did yeah which is you know it's funny for me thinking about it because well, I guess people knew that I probably people at school knew that I was quite into music but mm. really what they knew about me was I played
1: hockey, hockey. Which, hockey <laughs> which you did. Basketball yeah, yeah, um, yeah which
0: which you did too mm. but um but like they knew that about me and i don't that's not in my life at all now but mm. you know apart from that it was in my life yeah. it's not currently and whereas you've you've just had this this thing that you've just continued it's mm. it's like you're I, I i sort of think about it now and go like you're like a lifelong student mm. to, to painting and drawing and, and, and art as a mm. as a as a pursuit
2: well you know i i guess i think of you as you know, a music mm. follower, yeah. and that was right through you
1: know, yeah, the, yeah, since what, I knew because yeah. you know
2: we'd go around and hang out at your place, and you'd mm. go check out this new cassette. And, <laughs> yeah, you
0: yeah, know, and, tanks, and, yeah. and
2: it, again, that's that perception thing. Yeah, like yeah. people saw you as a hockey player because you're in the first eleven, and yeah. you know you, the team won yeah. competitions and stuff like that. But yeah. really, when I think about it, you're the music one. I mean, I remember. Yeah um getting that uh paul kelly and the color girls single
1: mm.
2: you know and discussing that going around and trying mm-hmm. to find someone who actually had a record player to listen to it
1: mm. and that mm.
2: bradman song that's
0: about right. the cricket yeah, player yeah yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah
2: you know and so it's you know that has been ongoing for years yeah you know, amongst i mean these other you know things i remember like james wakefield playing public enemy yeah, to me right. for the first time. Yeah. That was mind blowing. Yeah. But generally it's been, you know, that ongoing music thing mm. which has dovetailed really nicely with how you know we've yeah. developed and you know developed our actual personal interests yeah. interests instead yeah. of, you know, thinking about, well, the you know, the sports which is a very New Zealand thing.
0: Yeah, and, yeah, yeah, yeah. So um yeah, because I think like it's been great how we've whenever we've hung out sort of in the last say, 20 years across that, like, um... Was it only 20 years? <laughs> no, you know, like, so I'm saying, since, <laughs> since school, um, you know, um, there's been like, um, yeah, like, we've, we've kind of known a lot about what each other is up to, and, yeah. what, and what we're trying to do, mm. and then we've had, you know, I guess we've had versions of this, we've sort of sat and actually had mm. this kind of conversation... Minus the recording, sure. Quite, yeah. quite, and, 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 and sort of a bit more like kind of relaxed. Um, often it's mm. been quite um, quite interesting to sort of know that about ourselves. But yeah. but so tell me what I mean. I know I know what you did a little bit, but tell me what happens significantly for you after school. What's the? Oh, well, I. In yeah. terms of in terms of going, because you know a lot of people are pretty good at art at school. And then yeah. it never, and then that's it. Or they even go away and study it after school, mm. but then the pressure to get a real job. Yeah, the job or prospects
2: were never there, yeah. but they were there. And yeah. that was, I mean, that was a real revelation uh, kind of being set free at high school and having quite loose art teachers who were, yeah. I mean, a couple of them were fantastic. Yeah. But, you know, they had all the really good reference books and. You know, leafing through things like art New Zealand and thinking yeah. well there's a lot of artists and they're making a lot of work how do they make money how do they
0: sustain themselves yeah, yeah.
2: and so you know I guess that's one of the reasons I got into Rob McLeod yeah because I'd really like one of his big paintings like I'd seen in fifth form down at the um the old National Gallery here in Wellington yeah and it was abstract and you know that was not part of my language right so that was really interesting but then finding out he was a teacher Mm. and so going okay well that's that's one way of doing it mm. and then like going through um when I was at art school going through Sotheby's catalogues and looking at these massive prices yeah. and thinking you know that's a lot of money for artists because normally they're poor you know because yeah, yeah, you get brought yeah, up with the whole yeah, yeah. McCann, yeah. Yeah. McCann kind of story you know, the you know whipping the back and doing yeah. the painting the big religious paintings and things yeah, yeah. so was, I guess it was kind of like trying to be a bit more pragmatic which doesn't kind of feel like me at all but yeah there's obviously some want to do it and then work out how you're going to survive doing it yeah which is an ongoing
0: yeah
2: issue so <laughs>
0: you you leave school and you go to um wanganui yeah and you do what's the actual course bachelor of Finance. So is
2: the v- second year of a bachelor of fine arts and they were the only polytechnic in new zealand to have it yeah so it was a, it was a lot of extra work and i guess i went there because i got to know rob mcleod yeah and he had helped set up the summer school which i went to and then um i guess there was some influence on the development of the course yeah so you had to do a hell of a lot more work than what say someone in auckland or christchurch at you know elam and Island yeah yeah. would have to do but it it just kind of felt like it was a good place to go to even though yeah. none of my friends went there because there was a dilemma i i guess i really wanted to go down and do design at, at vic or at um the polytechnic down there yeah
0: yeah because i
2: got the scholarship to go down there yeah but then i just flagged that and went to wanganui mm. and that was great i mean the the mm. art school was kind of like the kiwi air of education places because it kind of dried up quite quickly but there were just some really good tutors there and a lot of american influences which i quite like um and just that challenge of you know sitting there and the teachers you know the tutor going so who knows who edward Said is Mm. and like (laughs) this is crickets Mm. so that you know that new way of like looking at things through you know, art and literature and so we got we got all that which was amazing
0: mm. and so here's where i'm a bit um murky on it because we
2: didn't have a lot of
0: we didn't, no but well we did well, yeah yeah a little we bit. we weren't sort of hanging out a lot because you were there and i was down here mm. but i remember you coming down to wellington you know i remember yeah. in my first year you coming down at least twice and stayed in our place yeah. and had drinks and yeah. caught up and stuff but also it's you know it's pre-social media and exactly pre-texts yeah. mm. you know on cell phones and i'm trying to think how no one, one re- connected no one really wrote letters mm. you know i wouldn't really write letters and
2: i would have had to go down to the corner and use a coin phone yeah to to call a
0: landmark you have Oh, that House? That
2: yeah. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. So. And leave a message with someone and hopefully they'll yeah. rock, put <laughs> that under your door. But
0: I was going to so we did catch up a bit, but then when did you end up down here? That the was first time? 1999.
2: Okay. So I graduated in so f- 98. Four, yeah. And I. So yeah, three,
0: four, four years and. my Four five, years yeah.
2: doing the bachelor's course. Yeah. And then thinking, shit, I need to. Get a job. Get a job.
1: Yeah.
2: And, you know, again. Rob McLeod yeah. <laughs> hooked me up yeah so I went down to Teachers College and then got the job at Wellington High yeah and so you
0: did a year at Teachers College yeah
2: yeah with yeah, supplements degree. and yeah went straight into teaching art and Full that time. was that was amazing because it was like the first time I'd had money yeah
0: yeah and so you were a full-time teacher
2: no just or, part-time, or part-time which was perfect that's,
0: that's what I thought Um, Mm. but I I wondered if you did it full time for a little bit. Yeah, I mean I had a
2: lot of pressure on me from you know, people that wanted to see me do something go, you know, the first year out is the Mm. most important, if you can't maintain a practice or a discipline for that first year it's gone and Mm. you won't get it back and they were kind of like full on words and I'd think you know, I'd spend all this money on a degree and all, you know my personal investment and Mm. you know. So So
0: when you're teaching and you're new to it and mm. you've got you know work kids to deal with and then work to kind of mark or mm. whatever and, and 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 lessons to build in that how much of your own work are you getting done in that
2: mm. I, see i became like a sunday painter
0: right it so was really one day just a, week a weekend and,
2: thing yeah mm-hmm. and but you know I was, I was lucky enough to start showing with yana land in wellington yeah and so that was a real push you know I had deadlines for shows and things yeah um, but yeah I mean teaching was was quite a hard graft even though being part-time mm. but uh, I mean what was good about the teaching was that it was su- it was supplementing income and <clears throat> I was also trying out ideas on yeah, the students yeah, so yeah, I, yeah, you yeah. know I processed a lot of different
0: and probably getting you know, getting some ideas from them uh, yeah well probably, would, possibly, yeah you'd you know. look at
2: stuff and go yeah. well i would have never thought of yeah, it yeah 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 so that was a good that was a good introduction i'm kind of glad i did it that way did you
0: teach some people that were that, that kind of blew you away with some really good some
2: really smart students and, and talented
0: yeah. yeah that you went, wow that's you know.
2: and they've gone on to do you know have their own okay. careers and stuff yeah
0: right cool
2: and yeah, that was nice. I mean, the first sort of three years teaching, man, the the students were awesome mm. and very kind of self motivated. I mean, you're you're so lucky to be in a like a high school situation where students are predisposed to doing the course, whereas you know even at university now. I sort of tricky.
0: remember that about our school, though. As you say, those good art teachers, because I I only did art at high school for the first two years, mm. and then I think you know art sort of took me aside and told me to stop. Doing whatever I was mm. doing to it, so I I <laughs> I, I, I agreed and we, we shook hands and then we we sort of met up down the road ten years later for a for a few for a few months and that was about it. Um, but I can remember in my limited capacity doing art, and I, I think I might have been in the same fourth form art class as you. I'm not sure, mm. but um, I can remember you know kids were loving it it was a great mm. thing to be able to sit and do it mm. it's even back then it was so different to it was so freeing compared to being essentially lectured at a mm. table and chair yeah, taking being told to sit and upright and have your socks up and, and yeah. I mean we went to a pretty relaxed school too yeah. like in a co-ed school and a you know a good school with a good mm. reputation but we didn't um you know it was it was still a huge difference from what was a far more formal mm. and kind of boring way of learning the other subjects, mm. so I see why people get pretty hooked into it yeah, from
2: yeah. that point of view. Yeah, and you know, the, I mean, they you, you have to mark art because yeah. of, you know, yeah, yeah. and graded and stuff, but really, you know, the best stuff is the weird stuff yeah, that yeah. the teacher's like, well, you didn't, you know, you didn't really follow the rules, and it's like, well, isn't that the...
0: Isn't that the point? The point. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, and so, yeah. I can. I was going to say. And those, when you were teaching there, I think again, like, i would probably just sort of bump into you in town as much as anything. Like, yeah. Um, we, I mean, sort of we'd cro-
2: go to a couple of gigs, but not yeah. Not kind of religiously. Yeah. Not, you know, it wasn't until 2005 when I yeah. left the job. So that's when
0: you and um, you
2: went full time. Yeah, and so that,
0: I was going to say that's when you. Decided to make a fist of it. You, yeah. I'm going to survive as a as a painter. I'm going to or an artist. I'm well, gonna. I've had
2: enough of the teaching because yeah. they brought an NCEA, which oh, right. I was just totally just, against. Yeah, right. And I was just like, with all the sort of fighting I did, I was just like, well, I could just leave. That's yeah. you know. Yeah. And it had run its course, mm. and that was all right. You know, I mean, I. I was happy that I did it and it, you know, provided rent and stuff like that. But yeah, I I just had enough.
0: So that's a real leap of faith, though, still to go. It's yeah. Risk, it was, you know. I
2: still can't believe that I that did you it. You did it?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And I was gonna say, and so as you, as you sort of see, and we were hanging out a lot then because mm. uh, I think I think I was, I think I might have been working part time. I think I might have been part time in the shop still but yeah. i was definitely part-time i was definitely right yeah, but you were home i was most home, of the time
2: writing and i was yeah.
0: home a lot and i and i was working on um yeah i was writing sort of reviews and writing mm. a few features and stuff for some magazines yeah back, back when that was a viable option mm. as and you'd months. come around
2: via so, mr bun yeah <laughs> to coromandel street and yeah. we'd sit out the back and listen yeah. to music and yeah
0: yeah yeah i what you were reviewing i'd bring around sample cds mm, for you that i Finished with, or mm. that I got extra copies of, or that I just didn't want, and mm. um, share them with you, or leave them with you, mm. and um, and it was really cool to me because I'd always I'd always liked a lot of your work, but it was that was where I really sort of got a good understanding of um, what goes into making art because I got right. to actually. You know a week might go by or two weeks might go by mm. before I came around or and then other times I might come around two or three times in a week and I'd see those larger works sort yeah of being built yeah, well, yeah, there was an immersive I'd, yeah, yeah, studio I'd see the painting happening sort of bit by bit mm. and I'd come back and sometimes a whole lot had been added to it and sometimes not much mm. but sometimes they're not much had taken you, a, you know, long, like you were working on a detail yeah. or whatever, so yeah. actually you'd be going at yeah. it, and and sometimes you'd sort of point a bit of that stuff out, and, and I got to be able to kind of work that out for myself too, mm. like, oh, geez, you've actually done heaps here, but mm. it doesn't look like it. Mm.
2: Well, this was, I mean, I remember getting a lot out of those conversations because it was really about the, you know, the discipline of the process. Yeah, yeah. You know, and listen think- to you talk about how you go about even selecting something, and what it's not necessarily that you like it, but there's other reasons as to why you needed to write about something. I think
0: the thing that we've both probably had always, or in in, in the last decade-ish, is that we're probably similar about, is that we've both been quite um, stubborn about what we want to do oh, and yes. how we want how we want to do it <laughs> yeah but we've also kind of re- both realized that one of the best ways for that to happen is to you know fucking well turn up and do it like mm. you, you yeah. don't you don't get to just decide that one night it's going to happen mm. and that you have to sort of grunt through some mm. some pretty boring things some pretty uninspiring sort of days mm. but any day where you get to work on stuff for yourself is, mm. is also pretty cool like yeah.
2: Did you like work on orchards or anything like that in walks bay
0: only a, only a little, yeah, bit. little bit never never for more than i think maybe for a few it was never a recurring thing but yeah. like well, if we had to raise money for hockey trips and stuff mm. there'd be you'd do a few weeks
1: because
0: mm. there was always a connection someone who was a hockey player their uncle owned an orchard or yeah, yeah. something like that and they'd, they'd give us a chance mm. um so i i did a bit of um grading apples and strip Mm. picking and that but i'm not as much as other friends yeah because i just did it it i did it yeah
2: yeah every summer and that that's was you know that was lodged in my mind and i was like i can't go back to that yeah but the the work ethic was established quite early on my
0: version was the washing cars yeah exactly yeah, yeah which was you know mindless job in a sense Mm. but also that sense of satisfaction when you Mm. finished you know it was a finite you know you finished the car yard and you had x amount of hours to to do it yeah and the variable was the weather and the number of people on the yard Mm. and the number of cars being added if things were being taken in and out but you always knew
1: you Mm. could roughly
0: do it in a set amount of time
1: Mm.
0: and yeah it was just there was a feeling of completion
1: yeah You know, a sense
0: of achievement to get um, done what was essentially a pretty mindless task. And I used to strap the Walkman on, Walkman on, and listen to tapes. (laughs) (laughs) Just listen to, listen to the Grateful Dead and Santana and all this kind of stuff while I was washing cars. Yeah, so that was kind of my version of the orchard work. Mm. Yeah,
2: because it's yeah, uh, that that's kind of like you know where the songs for Drella, you know, is that hard graft album Yeah, you know, emotionally and physically and then talking about someone who was a hard worker who just mm. you know it's it's work
0: yeah yeah yeah
2: and that yeah that's why i love that album so yeah, much
0: yeah yeah same i mean and that's you know we've
2: and i think we i think we listened to that well you you definitely introduced it to me
0: yeah i think so
2: and i remember sitting there it was i think it might have been up in thorndon yeah i first heard it yeah right
0: yeah yeah, possibly. Um, yeah, that's a, that. That was always a favourite of mine. man mm. it was kind of, um, in fact, I like it more than New York. You know, yeah. New York's great, mm. and it was a really important album to me because
1: mm.
0: it sort of came out right around the time I was really first discovering Lou Reed. So
1: yeah.
0: here was this new thing mm. to have right at the time, and, and it was you know this major return to form and that. Mm. But I was drella sort of spoke a bit more to me
2: well i think it's a you know because it's about an individual who was like a city
0: yeah <laughs> well it's true yeah. <laughs> but also one of the things i took from it too i think that i think is so crucial to it is you know there's your fucking velvet underground reunion right there exactly. you know like the one yep. that they did a few years <clears throat> later was like a little bit false because it was them doing like Greatest hits mm. for stadiums, and yeah. they weren't a stadium band, and they didn't have hits, mm. but they went out and did that show. That was, you know, and I mean, I loved that at the time too, because I was into anything Velvet Underground and into mm. anything Lou Reed, but, but a truer sense of a Velvet Underground reunion to me was, well, you can say what you want about, you know, sure, Sterling Morrison's a key component, sure, Mo yeah. Tucker is, but the tension and and yep. competitiveness and ego of John Cale and Lou Reed and then those two sort of putting aside years of animosity or mm. you know whatever um apathy as well probably mm. um to actually and, 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 yeah, <laughs> and knowing that they had and and he was this thing that was bigger than them that they were paying tribute to yeah. you know like yeah. the Andy Warhol influence mm. that they both knew that that whatever he did for them whatever it actually was mm. um no one would have probably really heard about them or cared about them if he hadn't exactly, figured in yeah. their story. Yeah. So that that's how big it was. Mm. Like and
2: and for Lou Reed to be that, uh, you know, kind of apologetic in mm. the way that he yeah. is in the album, yeah, yeah, yeah. He's not it's a real usually um, he, confessional <laughs> into that. <laughs> that's right. And that catharsis as well, obviously for Kale.
0: Yeah. Yeah. And. and um, and, you know after the velvet underground reunion the formal one it's funny that they basically just break up that because, was again. because yeah. those two just get at each other about mm. essentially who's boss who's gonna yeah. and i think the main sort of falling out was they recorded a version of mtv unplugged that they were going to release and they basically fought over who was going to produce it mm. you know john Cale wanted to produce it lou Reed didn't want to borrow that they couldn't mm. work together so it never got released and they um that was the end of the band yeah you know yeah. and now the members are dying off and mm. going crazy and it's you know they lost they yeah. had that one windows but that album was just yeah it's still a mm. real kind of key thing for me yeah and yeah. It's, that, it's that you know again new york gets talked about as are oh, you supposed to listen to it like it's a book or a movie but mm. to me drella is more of a movie
2: yeah or a stage play well you know because i know that re you know is so invested in new york yeah yeah you know? it's his it's uh, his take and it's the gritty you know his gritty urban take on it no. that he's been living yeah, yeah so you can kind of see you know his understanding of the machinations of the city but i mean the the warhol thing was more about just all these realizations of a, a personality yeah. that they intimately knew but probably felt that they didn't at the same time and it's just all those it's just sort of constant revelations i think in Mm. that album
0: Mm. and so we both um like you did the painting of the song it's yeah it's work all that matters is work that refrain of of um the sort of the spirit of andy warhol communicating that to to the reed and and um and i have that painting now which is um which is awesome, because I loved, I remember loving well, you had it when Well,
2: you had to have it.
0: Well, yeah, yeah, so it, it was I mean, a bit like that, yeah. yeah, exactly. And then I wrote that piece for your catalogue,
1: mm-hmm.
0: um, when you When you asked me to write that piece for your catalogue, which, you know, was, was cool to try and do. Which was
2: interspersed amongst the ex-voto, yeah, which yeah. is all about work.
0: Yeah. yeah, and that, to me, was a, a really fun thing to try and do, because mm. it's like, I have no real, at all, claim or authority to write about art. But at the same time, um, you know, I'm I'm someone who who looks at that, so therefore mm. and, and writes, so therefore I can apply those two things. Mm. And then I guess what you wanted was also the idea that I would bring something of um, our relationship and our connection to that.
2: That's really what I wanted. Yeah, yeah, And That's yeah, where yeah. You, you know hit the nail on the head because yeah. it's all those. References, you know, to yeah. the young ones and flatting yeah. and yeah. You know, growing up as a New Zealand kid, kind yeah. of what is this isolation. And, and, and the,
0: the sort of weird um, uh, power that music has mm. over you as, yeah. as a kind of temporary escape yeah, from from all that kind of madness. Well, as
2: another marker of your life, yeah. you know, they're all kind of markers along the way of, you know, yeah, yeah. listening to this or that or having you know the the album of the year when you're in seventh form and it's like everyone's listening to it yeah that's the nirvana that's the whatever you know bill jam yeah wow
0: (laughs) siamese Siamese dream siamese dream yeah it's a bit more charitable um so so then um so sometime after that you go back to wanganui
2: yeah i got the tiley cottage residency which is attached to the sergeant gallery museum there yeah so that, that was actually great because i'd done uh like eight or nine years in wellington yeah and
0: and what had happened for you, when you look back at that now what, what do you reckon happened for you over that eight or nine years in terms of your t- not development as an artist but your standing as an artist you know like so so i'm just trying to think about it you you come to wellington as a teacher who mm. paints on a sunday mm. um, and then you leave Wellington as someone who has um, quit their job as supporting themselves painting mm. and is represented by a dealer and you would had your f- at least one full gallery show like significant yeah I
2: think I was showing I think each year yeah I was
0: gonna say I think yeah. you had two or three so but had, yeah you had one that I remember that was a really big significant show um so yeah that's an interesting kind of
2: mm. yeah per- well i mean i really do look on sort of that time in wellington as, you know, a lot of different projects yeah. trying to you know build up parts Tra- to a training
0: same. ground kind of thing yeah like you've got the tools you've been yeah. in, formally learned and you've been practicing mm. but this is where you work out what it's going to be and how it's going to yeah. work how it's going to work and a you. lot
2: of the work was like trying to assess the context that I was in, whether it was Wellington or New Zealand or internationally. Yeah. So I was, you know, sort of feeling my way through that, and it was a bit of a... um, yeah, you know, push it out there and see what the responses were. Whether they're negative or positive, and then go on to the next. But thing. hang
0: on, you had also done a little bit of travel from Wellington. That's before, right. Yeah. Which is quite important. You'd that was to
2: Scotland. That was big. Yeah. Yeah, that was a. That was really big national residency. Yeah. And there was like a lot of. And you do those giant,
0: giant fucking canvases. Yeah. Really, yeah. like, like wall of a room sized. Yeah.
2: Well, you get to see a Pantheon. Yeah. You know, and here your influences and see them all and yeah I got to go to Italy and see all the Renaissance artists that I was interested in so it was just
0: so it's art history come to life yeah instead of
2: kind of like trying to squeeze out of a very dry cloth Mm. stuff that you're trying to assess because of the you know the smallness of the country or smallness of the scene everything floods in and you know the you have to act like a dam yeah, yeah you release what you can and i mean it was just a great time in scotland to have you know all the money to buy as much canvas and as much oil paint as you wished in a massive studio in scotland and just paint so know, that's, hours on end so
0: that's that that's how that <coughs> became the manifestation of that is i've got time and space and resources mm-hmm. to go big so yeah. I'm, so i'm going to go big mm. and then and then i'll work out how to pull it back into something mm. a bit smaller, which I you yes. sort of seemed to do as a reaction
1: exactly. to that. Exactly, I yeah. had to come
2: back to my tiny studio and <laughs> yeah. stuff like that. Yeah. But I, I mean, that the the big thing for me was that trip around America. Yeah. And that really kind of solidified ideas of like what physical currency, like money and finances, is to cultural currency and developing yeah. that, yeah. developing it at the same time so that you can survive and keep making work mm. and so that i mean all the the dollar bills and the you know the money relationship to my work yeah. all came from that trip in 2003 yeah. and
0: i remember you were very um um i don't know if i'd say connected to america instantly but but kind of like you it came really back made from, sense yeah you came back from that so did it directly light the fuse of like i'm going to go and live there
2: well, no, I never had that feeling think. because it was too vast. Yeah, too, like, bad, too I went to New York, yeah. and it's like, yeah, yeah. You're kind of shitting yourself getting off the plane, going, "I'm in the centre of the universe." You yeah, know? yeah, yeah. And uh, it was, it was amazing to like physically walk the you know almost the length of Manhattan Island to get a real scale sense of what you are in relation to the city. And then you know, go to exhibitions and galleries and museums, and go to bands and yeah. go to CBGBs and stuff yeah, like that. Yeah, take off those places. Yeah, and it was, yeah, and it was just like you—you you were biting off enough that you could chill and I you know, remember my—I
0: mean, my impression of going to the states the couple of you know, three years ago, mm. which is the only time I've been so far, was was my sort of observation of walking around a small town there was like everything. The reason everything in America looks like it's come from a movie or could be in a movie yeah. is because it hats, you know. Like exactly, it's yeah. that's, that's where the sort of modern movie business was was built and mm-hmm. exploited and exaggerated and transmogrified and continues mm-hmm. to this day. And so it was walking down like those little houses that look like they could be in a adaptation of a Stephen King book, mm-hmm. or yeah, and, you, and you're constantly making a. Um, a connection to something, or like when you took us to Hoover Dam, mm. and I'm going, "Oh, the sugar song," you know. <laughs> like, yeah, yeah. You just make these, which yeah. I don't, you know, you take for granted here and don't do here. like mm. You don't. I mean, I guess there's a plaque for Dominion Road halfway down Dominion sure, Road yeah. now, things yeah. like that. But I, I don't think Kiwis are too concerned with that.
1: Mm.
0: You know, and I don't, you know, it, in their in their daily life, where it's just it's just our our place and it's what mm. we do, but. I was quite obsessed with um, connecting everything that I saw in America to mm. something I'd already experienced from America. Sure. About, you yeah.
2: yeah, totally. I mean, that's, you know, when I think about those early drawings that my dad still got of mine, I yeah. mean, they're all Americana. Yeah. And
1: you I know, mean, we
0: like to say that um, in New Zealand, one of the sort of things that's often said, and I mean, it is a truism that, that, that we get both sides in both sides and we understand both styles of humor in that because mm. obviously yeah young ones Monty yeah, Python
2: being part of the Commonwealth the, the
0: goons all that stuff are really important and 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 you know our bringing in a lot of us in terms of understanding comedy and a very different style of comedy from mm. SNL and American yeah. movies and even you know even now like Louis CK Amy mm. Schumer whoever but um I think you know even though yeah even though part of the commonwealth i think like when you get when you're growing up here or for us anyway i think like it's it sort of takes that trip to america to see just how much of a stranglehold it's sort of mm. had on us and yeah. how much of it you know for both good and bad essentially mm. like yeah how much of an influence mm.
2: yeah yeah just that's massive. totally true i mean i think with comedy i mean i just rewatched the the, the four seasons of Blackadder yeah because they were talking about, about doing the that new next one. one yeah
0: yeah yeah
2: and I still prefer that type of comedy to anything that's come out of America whether it's Hicks or yeah wow really. or Louis C K that it's that kind of and I don't know how you define it yeah maybe it's just that constant referencing a history I was going so well to, to say yeah home yeah yeah
0: I was going to say the yeah. historical the fact that it's about something a bit bigger, mm. whereas, um,
2: um, Americana or well, American comedy is more you know quotidian, yeah, banalities, well, you know. Well,
0: Alan, Alan Stewart said to me when I talked to him recently that, um, American comedy mostly requires a victim, which mm. I quite like, and it's like sometimes the victim's the audience member, yeah, sometimes, sometimes it's, um, you know self-effacing yeah, and the victim yeah. is the comic uh, but usually it's you know it is that banana skin pratfall of some yeah, kind or other yeah. like whatever it is they, it can be mm. subverted but essentially it's that whereas mm. british comedy has that does have that bigger wider mm. context yeah 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 that's, that's interesting
1: yeah but
2: uh, i mean i guess but america
0: I don't know what it is.
2: To, I mean, that's why I guess I went, to kind of find so,
0: out. <laughs> I'm, just, no, no, I'm just laughing now because I'm thinking to get to get us back on track, um, <laughs> which is hard enough as it is, but to get us back on track, I'm just thinking, so all this travel was really important to you, um, going around America and Scotland and checking out Europe, and then you come back and then you go to tiny little Wanganui again. Mm. Um, and that was really important because what it's validation for a start like the residency the yeah, that's validation and that's and I mean I came and we came and stayed a couple of times mm. I think then and that college was is amazing. amazing it was such a cool yeah, it felt really um special to get to see it mm. like just you know because otherwise why would we see it why mm. would we know we could drive through Romanui and not know what it was but mm. we came and stayed with you guys and it was it was cool it
2: was very yeah, it was very nice I mean it was it was weird because I'm very much well at that point I had the mindset where i would never go back to anything yeah always keep going somewhere right. new. yeah so it was a bit of a it was a bit of a head fix to go back there where I'd studied yeah and you know kind of feeling like well I'm backtracking but I mean the weird thing is that you know when I got the big studio in Wanganui it felt like the muse had returned and I kind of picked up on all the stuff that just really fell into place yeah. and everything fell into place and it was like Wow, this is this is amazing. But really when I think back on it systematically, it was just the fact that I'd done such a vast You've amount of work done in the groundwork, Wellington. Yeah, yeah. And I just had the chance to, you know, explore spread it my wings spread it and, out and
0: yeah. yeah. Cuz I always I still say to people cuz I mean I had this I a funny connection to Whanganui of living there for a couple of That's years right, when I was really young. On, yeah. So I don't you know, I don't I only remember it when a photo is shown to me. Mm. Um, but and to have no connection with the place at all really but mm. i really enjoyed those visits when you guys were there because um obviously we were you know able to sort of see probably a different woman to what we would have yeah, seen totally. if we'd just gone and decided to hang out there mm. and we got to sort of meet some of your friends and colleagues and that and um and and we still sort of talk about like what a like interesting Community of artists mm. were, and I guess, still are there. We've yep. been for a few years, but, but there was some, you know, and we we bought some bits and pieces from there, and there's some really cool stuff going on. Mm. Um, so that was obviously quite inspiring.
2: It was a big help. I kind of felt like what well, Woodstock is to New York, like the artists yeah. disappeared, or like you know Dylan disappeared up to there, and yeah. Philip Guston was up there, and yeah, and that that yeah, it just kind of felt like it was a a way to be you know still part of something but out of it enough to just get on with your
1: work. I
0: sort of always think too like you know the whole Jerusalem Baxter Mm -hmm. thing like that sort of I feel like that kind of lends the place as an artistic community a bit of like lasting credibility or something Mm -hmm. you know like he's a a huge figure obviously Mm. and New Zealand literature and mm. and but see I, it it's kind of an important part of the story. Like, it is,
2: yeah. But again, I think the reality is that it's like what we we're talking about with Sinatra in mm, Las Vegas. Mm. I mean, he wasn't oh, yes, actually no, there that long, and no, totally. was wasn't there that long, Yeah, yeah, there, no,
0: totally. But I, I mean, it's that lazy New Zealand thing of. Um, just going, well, that person's achieved, and we've, mm. heard, and we've heard of him, and he's he's there at some point, so that must mean, yeah, you know, that place. You know, oh, it doesn't surprise me that there's another artist or writer living there because someone lived there once, mm. like, it's, yeah, yeah, it's yeah. almost yeah. that that we arrive at and mm. go, oh, well, yeah, that's that's a place where you can make art because yeah. someone once did, yeah. Well, I mean,
2: Wanganui, with its history with the land wars mm. and the fact that it's you know, there's still a lot of visual markers of that yeah and the and that it hasn't been affected by an earthquake yeah, so it's yeah. still got all those old buildings yeah 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 so i mean it is a beautiful place yeah well
0: that, i mean that um studio space you had was amazing yeah the right? old it was chronicle such a cool newspaper old, yeah, yeah such a cool old building
1: yeah
0: um so how long were you in wanganui for I all at that time you stayed for a lot longer than the residency yeah, yeah the, the residency was,
2: was a year oh, yeah. and yeah. i think we stayed for three years yeah. before we
0: everything was cheap, you could oh, so you could good. function there compared to here without yeah. working.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that was a big part of it. Yeah. Um, but I think it was just uh, you know that that inner city living yeah. and sort of the hecnic, hectic hectic yeah. quality of it. Yeah. I, I I like quiet places. You know.
0: And we should talk about Joe too, because clearly she's an important. Yeah. um figure in your life not just for the fact that she, she's your partner and, and, and wife mm. um, but as an artist and had yeah. and the role you guys I guess have played in the development of each mm. other's work so you guys met um, it was
2: 2001
0: and you met because what at a gallery opening or a show or something like a, yeah I
2: was helping a, a, you, a collector you, you develop, picked some of
0: her work or something yeah I
2: was helping a collector develop their collection early on Mm. and I thought, well, we'll take him up to see this artist's work who I'd just seen, like, Capital Times or something as a preview. And I saw the work and loved it, and we talked about it at the opening, and, you know, the collector didn't quite get it because it wasn't, you know, she she wasn't in the The top ten list or something like that. Um, So I ended up, you know, saying, well, I want to buy some work. So so we did a swap and kept in touch, and then uh, I got, asked to curate a show in Why Can I at Mahara Gallery and so I put Joe in the show.
1: Yeah.
2: Along with a, a few other sort Wellington artists that I think are still here. And yeah, it just went on from there. So it was kind of a nice way to to, to develop a relationship instead of meeting someone at a bar or something. Yeah. yeah, yeah, <laughs> you know? yeah, yeah. Um, and yeah, I, it it's been so easy yeah, yeah which is really weird with relationships because you expect these up and downs and it it just kind of flowed really nicely and we, when we were living in Wellington and then Wanganui we were quite uh separate you know we, we yeah. did our own things yeah. we and we were both working you know every day in the studios we had different studios yeah and then we'd you know but see each other and
0: I mean I relate to that a little bit too because um that's I was, what I was going to say is what must be great what I've sort of observed with you guys is that you're doing the same thing in a sense to the outsider mm. and that your your occupation is the same mm. if we use you know the term artist that's what mm. you, you guys both practice art or whatever you want to say um, but you go about it in different ways yeah um, separately mm. uh, essentially and so it isn't so much that it's competitive at all; it's that um, you're encouraging of one another because you mm. know you know what it takes, yeah. And you've you develop and support each other's own kind of way of going about it.
2: Yeah, totally. So when yeah.
0: Katie, you know, around the time when, when Katie and I got married, you know, she had a book out; she had the novel mm-hmm. out, and um, I think it had been out, a y- you know, a year by the mm. time we got married. But so in our in our sort of early years of marriage, and then. I guess engagement period because we got engaged just after the book came out um, people would sort of ask us what off ask one of us or ask us together what it was like to writers mm-hmm. living together and was that weird and was that competitive or strange and it was like no it's wonderful because we yeah. do we do completely different things we write in completely different ways um, but we each know you know we sort of know what it what it takes and what we're mm. trying to do and i write i write quickly and lots and mm. always have and katie could sit and you know spend a day writing 300 words mm. and only 300 words but they'd be the best 300 words you would mm. read yeah and um that's a really that you know that mm. if you can afford it if you can afford the time and justify it, that's a valid way to spend a, a day yeah if it's not, you go off and do something, you know, you go off yeah. and do something else to make it happen, like your, like your sort of Sunday painting, mm. and, but, so we do different things, and we do it in a different way, but, but, but we know what it takes of each other, mm. and, and, and the toll that it takes, too, like, mm. what you have to go through to do it,
1: yeah,
0: um, not being too dramatic, but what, what happens to you when you do it, well, like, in my case, I think probably what happens to you when you're not doing it, like, yeah, you know, yeah, so that, yeah, that's always sort of seemed to me, how it is with you and joe
1: yeah
2: well it's funny because i guess people do look at the generalization of being an artist couple and you know the the masculine and the feminine and you know uh, but i don't know i mean it it was very separate in new zealand because i guess we had come from quite different backgrounds Mm -hmm. and different groups of people yeah and so we you know we maintained that and there were crossovers of course but Mm. Yeah, it wasn't really until, you know, the last five years of being in the States, we're a lot closer together. Yeah, yeah. Um, which has been good. You know, I was kind of worried about it, but it, it's been the best thing that's happened.
0: But it must be good to, it must have also been pretty important to, you know, you've essentially got someone to go with you on that leap of faith. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Of, like, travelling, moving... Uprooting your lives, mm. and you know you both—it's it, it's happening to both of you, and mm. and for essentially the same reasons. Mm. You know, going about it different ways, but you're you're sort of both going for, for the same reasons separately as well totally. as shared. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah.
2: yeah. Um, and it, it was a you know it was a leap of faith, and Joe was a little bit apprehensive about it, in the same way that I guess I you know I had I was sort of thinking you know I need to push forward to something else. So I was looking at all the things over in the States where, you know, I was very aware that I was leaving my family and good friends and, yeah. um, you know, New Zealand music. And yeah. and so that's what kind of Joe was fixated on. And it took a bit of time in the States to get into that um, and really kind of feel what we could achieve as possible. Yeah, yeah. Um, but, you know, again, that was just kind of sitting down and talking it out and, and again, just that support of each other to you know get through it
0: so three years in Mm wanganui
1: and
0: then the big move Mm -hmm. and you guys live in las vegas Mm -hmm. and you've been there for five Five
2: years years, just over five years
0: and what was it about las vegas that you know did the pin go on the map at las vegas was that the first
2: no i mean the first port of call was San Francisco. because um, we kind of you know, we we thought, well, we're artists, we need to be in an art scene. Yeah. Um, I think at that point LA was just too daunting for us yeah, to yeah. comprehend moving there from yeah. Wanganui.
0: Yeah,
2: yeah. You know, from forty thousand people to twelve million or something yeah, yeah. I believe it was in the yeah. LA district. So we went to San Francisco um but we needed, you know, because we got green cards in the diversity lottery, we had to have a sponsor over there. Yeah. So the only person I really knew was a a teacher friend in um, Las Vegas. Mm. So we went there out of that necessity, but we'd also been there in 2008 on a trip. Yeah. And we both, you know, when we when we were kind of talking about what we wanted out of America well, it was, you know, art, but you know, also the culture of America. Yeah, yeah. And when you sit down you think about what's really ultimately kind of Americana that we grew up with well, it's you know, Las Vegas because yeah. you know, LA is kind of it New York is kind of it yeah. but they're, they're also changing kind of constantly and they're not so much of a kind of a no. film set yeah, like yeah. Las Vegas is Las Vegas
0: is, <coughs> is in a fascinating kind of time warp, isn't yeah, it's it? Like
2: insane, it's, yeah
0: I, So we went, we, we went to San Francisco a few years ago and then and um, Grass Valley and a couple of other little places and then we Came down, Katie and Oscar and I came down and stayed with you guys mm. in Las Vegas, and that was a ama- mate. And we were only there for a few days, and we we packed in quite a bit. But it was mm. amazing because talking to people now too. Our experience in Las Vegas, because we had a six month old child, which was mm. a, 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 sort of an insane, kind of insane insane brilliant. to kind of go to Las Vegas in the heat, <clears throat> well not in, extreme heat, but in pretty hot conditions. Was it July? Yeah, um, no, 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 it wasn't, I can't remember now, May, June, May. coming yeah, into so June, the start I think. Of so the, the start heat. of the heat, yeah. like obviously it was going to get hotter, but, um, and we had quite a different experience, you know, going to Las Vegas than just about anyone we've talked to, which mm. was great because we, obviously through you guys and mm. and arguably we would have never gone I mean we came to see you guys yeah. but obviously it was cool to think oh we're going to go to this mad fucking place that mm. we've seen so much about and know about but have never experienced and we kind of got to see it to believe it but you guys took us to I guess the kind of the art world within Las mm. Vegas and, and the oddities and, and the oddities and mm. some of the old culture because I know from talking to people they, they get a you know they get a they, they get a hotel in the casino on the strip mm. and that's las vegas they spend a few days
2: yeah they rolling
0: up and down the strip
1: yeah
0: and getting pissed mm. and you know losing a little bit of money at the casino and laughing at the sort of drunk freaks
1: mm.
0: walking around and like i feel like you can do that in auckland you know now yeah, or yeah, christchurch yeah. or, or where it has a casino in new zealand you can mm. you can do that um so that was never going to be an option for us but it was never part of the appeal Mm. but uh we saw some pretty pretty cool and pretty strange things Mm. and and it was a fascinating few days to you know and we got to go to the next to you guys babysitting we got to go to you know blue man Man group that's right which 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 was a you know stupid but brilliant like a fun Las Vegas thing to do. Like it, fits it fits the context fits of exactly, the place. Exactly, exactly. Yeah. We, yeah. we weren't going to see the best show we could ever see. We mm. wanted to go and see a typical yeah. um, show that you might see yeah. in Las Vegas. And yeah, the I think group have been there forever, you know, now. Like.
2: Yeah, and that's the key point of Las Vegas, is that it is its own context, even though it's a, a amalgam of yeah. all these other yeah. signifiers of other places. Yeah. But it is... It is its own place, yeah, even though it's a simulacrum,
0: yeah. Yes, yeah. It's,
1: <laughs>
0: I, I think we think about that, that those few days there, quite a, quite a yeah. lot. And I, because I sort of go, well, I mean, I suppose as long as you guys are living there, you know, we probably will go back, to yeah. we'll come back and see you if we if we make mistakes. So, yeah. But, but if you weren't there, you know, we probably wouldn't go mm. again because not that we didn't we wouldn't like it, but. Yeah, just having seen what we saw.
2: Well, that's the preconceived perceptions yeah. of the place. Yeah, 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 yeah. exactly. Yeah.
0: And so, having seen what we've, what we saw that time, we'd want to see more of that, mm. and not, you know, not more of the strip. Mm. Although walking up the strip, you know, when we first got there was obviously like a rite of passage type thing to yeah. do. Like it is yeah. still something you have to
2: mm.
0: include. Yeah. Well, it's
2: you know, it's all uh, it's a very permissive place because oh, that's... That's where people travel in America all over the world mm. because they know that they can do what they want to do. It which just, is a really interesting concept that you can't do it in your own city. Yeah. So they they, they feel that they, yeah, the yeah, to totally. going to be a total jerk yeah. in another place where people are like, Congratulations. For one, night, doing or for one night or
0: one week a yeah. year or, or one night a month or whatever it is. Some of them go there regularly mm. and some save it up. And
2: and that, that's where the division between people that either love or hate the place comes from. Yeah. Um, you know, because some, uh, it's it's like the guilty pleasure. You, I, you either accept it and just kind of ride with it and really, really love it, or you're just going to look, even down, that, even look that, down your nose at it.
0: Even know. that airport, like, land, yeah. landing there, because, you know, we just flew from San Fran to, to Vegas, which I think mm. was about an hour or an hour yeah. and a half or something, and, and um, landing there, and you just get these visions, like people sitting in the airport smoking at the one-armed bandits, yeah. and you sort of get this vision of people still going there to make their fortune and, mm. ne- and never leaving the airport, you know, like, going oh, i'll just try now and getting mm. addicted to yeah probably doesn't quite happen but you you know like you can get that that vision of that that that's the lure mm. that the t- that the place the town still has for people yeah. is, well, that maybe this, is this is where dreams are made and broken you yeah, know like, maybe
2: that's the last place that you can you know get the american dream by winning yeah not yeah. have that because it's like what was it two point four kids? Or yeah, 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 yeah. Wife and kids in a home and stuff. But yeah. at least you can make the money there.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like you can see that it still has that kind mm. of pull, and that it's not like um, you know, the version of that in the sort of Emirates and stuff. You know, no. it's not like the the actual real kind of gl- glitzy, rich, business-focused thing. It's mm. the it's the nobody and everybody that can do it. Exactly. The, you know, yeah. like the sort of the drunk goon Mm. has got as much chance as the person who's on a you know business trip Mm. and and all of that
2: well that's why it still functions because it's populist yeah you know it everyone feels like a winner walking through the doors of a casino because they're treated like so
0: but even being in that i mean that hotel we stayed in and you know we stayed in a pretty nice Mm, place like yeah yeah and we were up quite high yeah and so looking out and just seeing like you just look out, usually you can't do this, but you can look out and you just see the town stop. Mm, You know, from from even from just a few stories up, Mm. you can, because it's so flat, you can just see there's room to build out, Mm. but you can just see where the town stops and Mm. that when a giant influx of money comes in and if there's need, they'll build further and further out, they'll keep going. It's just this mad little town in a desert. Mm. and I I feel like that context of, um, or that situation of there being almost like a, no time no sort of set time happening like in the place so Mm. you can have breakfast at four in Mm. the morning or you can be drunk at 10 in the morning Mm. and both of those are valid things to do any day of the week which Mm. obviously there are a few more places than just Vegas where that happens now but it it feels like a town where there are you know the whole town has no clocks and has Mm. no regard for what's happening because it's all geared towards just spending, getting people trapped in there to spend money. Yeah,
2: yeah. I just sort of feel like. Under, the, under the guise of like, uh, kind of pure permission yeah, and yeah, convenience. Yeah. Yeah. You
1: know, yeah, like it's a convenience
2: some, thing. I want to do this because yeah, I'm and the I, king.
0: And, but I, I sort of think, in a way, that probably works quite well for you guys in the sort of potentially strange hours that you keep. Mm. Like the idea that you can get caught up working for 10 hours Mm. and then you need a break from that madness and you can go and experience any other kind of madness Mm. or sanity that you want to by taking your lunchtime stroll at midnight Mm. or having your breakfast at 8 o'clock at night or having having you getting on the piss at 10 o'clock in the morning because you just worked right through the night or and all those kind of not shift workers but you know like all those kind of
1: Mm. well Well, they are the split shift the the
0: split shift work is doing exactly that too having their weekend in the middle of the week Mm. and and having their time off at strange times yeah
2: nothing kind of works in the way that other societies work yeah I mean it is highly constructed but yeah that 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 belief that you can do whatever you want is just incredible so
0: the feeling that I have and that maybe a few other people that have followed you in in your journey is um in a sense, one for both you and Joe of kind of falling on your feet there, but but uh, that that um, belittles the fact that you guys work extremely hard yeah. and have worked hard to get there. But there must must be some feeling of like a kind of validation there, or that it was the right move. Mm. There, there are it feels like opportunities have opened up to you guys. Yeah. that you wouldn't have had here that you couldn't have imagined before going mm. but it,
2: I mean to be fair it is just such a massive place yeah <laughs> you know yeah but it, yeah it, combination of hard work and trying to you know present the perception of us yeah succeeding and you know it it has gone really well and it's been quick I mean most people have five-year business plans that you know, you start a business up and it starts making a profit after yeah. five years. Well, yeah. that's kind of the way that we looked at it, and yeah. that's how it's happened. Yeah. So you know, five years has just ticked over, and there's more and more opportunities opening up.
0: Well, before you got to Las Vegas, how many sort of countries had you shown your work in formerly? Mm,
2: like hardly yeah. New Zealand, yeah, and New Zealand, Aussie. A, a small show in London. Yeah, we had
0: the residency. That's right. That was there. it. Yeah, and yeah. so and where have you shown? <coughs> now since being there obviously new zealand and aussie Mm. america yeah a bunch of shows around america yeah
2: so new york la houston las vegas and then recently in paris yeah and the philippines and hong kong so
0: that to me that tells a big part of the story right there the fact that now obviously that's also five years of working hard as Mm. i say like so so uh, it's probably not for you to want to even um consider this but if you had moved back to wellington Mm. from from wanganui or stayed in wanganui
1: Mm.
0: and somehow been able to to create and recognize the amount of work that you've done in the last five years but in this location Mm. um, it's possible you would have had shows opening up in a few more locations but nowhere near as many as Mm. that experience and that connection of being yeah, over there
2: yeah the, the infrastructure yeah. over there is just so much more yeah. vast and a lot more open I mean like the way and I you're making to...
0: and you're making fresh networks too <laughs> yeah I suppose yeah. you know like not, not just what what people can do for you over there and who they're connected to but just anyone who stays in one place for a long you know mm. it is still a small they're small little artistic communities here aren't sure, they so yeah. there can be a feeling of like well I guess there can be a fe- feeling of outwearing your welcome or Mm. exhausting a particular pull or something like mm. that yeah,
2: yeah well I mean the the other I guess the other big thing uh, you know for my artistic practice was that I was getting more and more interested and involved in Mexican mm. painting and Baroque inspired sort of Spanish colonial imagery mm. and it made kind of no sense being here mm. uh, there was besides myself there was only one other collector in Auckland mm. that was buying that work mm. so you know to then start showing in LA, it felt like you know, felt like I was coming home, and and even the the better the better aspect of it was that people were getting it and not kind of weirded out that I was a New Zealander with a odd accent who was interested in this stuff.
0: Yeah, yeah.
2: It was like, oh, that's great, you're part of the family now. Yeah. So that that's what kind of confirmed all my, you know. The, my worries about moving somewhere else is like well I've found a context that I can exist in whereas I never kind of necessarily found that in New Zealand and Mm. it's not New Zealand's fault it's just I had an interest in something else that just didn't have a didn't have resonance
0: yeah so the religious kind of iconography is something that to me is probably the main thing that well we say Mm. going to picture of you when that you drew when you were three. Yeah, that's the main thing that kind of threads through all of your work. If mm. we were to look at a giant survey of everything you've done, that's that's something that's there, and not all, all of it, but in a lot of it.
2: Yeah.
0: yeah, more often than anything else. So, where does that come from for you as an overriding thing? Like, what what made you first start that, kind of tapping into that? that and that's
2: family and upbringing you've been brought up in a religious family yeah but I think so is it you still processing that not really not now no it's it's more about the interest well it's not even about religion it's about the forms and symbols used within the religious context and I guess my main really my main interest is like finding a a lineage of repetitive symbols that have been used across uh a multiplicity of yeah. religions or um, men's groups like the Freemasons or pagan imagery, and you know exploring the the strangeness of how symbols can be perceived. Mm, mm. And so it's a risk because you want to make an artwork that communicates something, but I'm doing it with these forms that work on a multiplicity of levels. Mm. So it's a, it's a conundrum, but I like that because otherwise I might as well just write it down or dictate yeah, it, yeah, yeah, you know? Yeah. So it's, it's it's trying to work out in my mind what things mean and what they say, and what they say to me and what they say to other people.
0: It's interesting to me because I think, like, like I've, I've seen a lot of your work over the years, mm. um, you know, some of it up. On the walls, some of it is as as it's being made and then obviously lots of it just through following your site and Mm. things that you post. But do you reckon, um, you know, as the work gets more, um, I feel like as the works get get more involved and, and arguably more intense and as it develops... Um, there's far more of the story to look through, but mm. do you reckon you're being asked more to explain directly what a particular work means, or are people getting. Well, I think I try. Are people and, also getting that story, and, and you're telling bits mm. of the story through the work? Yeah.
2: I, well, I think I always like to have. I mean, this is one reason I'm in Las Vegas because of that populist, direct conversation it has with you. Yeah. And it, you know it's so upfront as a city mm. um and so i i do actually make my, my i want my paintings to have a, a singular upfront entrance point yeah and then the the complications come in um, yeah the wider pulling the layers back yeah 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 onion or whatever yeah uh so you know i mean at, at the moment i'm interested in the water issue yeah. because that's directly going to affect Las Vegas and California, yeah. So people can see that they can recognise, you know, the the water imagery and go, okay, this mm. is about water. It's a contemporary issue.
0: So you're heading back to start painting Mars into <laughs> yes. into
2: everything. That, that direct pipeline delay. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah,
1: yeah, yeah,
2: <laughs> yeah. So, but but I mean that's the first port of call. Yeah. in And the imagery, and then I'll integrate images that talk about those. Um, cross cultural references, mm. so like say the you know the she wolf with yeah. Romulus and Remus. Yeah um you know as a as a vessel for feeding something and mm. feeding culture and feeding you know the birth of something. Mm. Or, you know, like a, a Maya god Shark who's the the protector of the water aquifers mm-hmm. uh, which is you know a multiplicity of images put together Mm. in those kind of hieroglyphs, so it's, yeah, it's wanting something more out of it for myself as a painter, mm-hmm. and not just a singular, this is the communication, but, you know, making things interesting for myself, so yeah, yeah. I've got links in a chain to my, of paintings, like the whole, my whole painting life is just these links of a chain that, you know, just keep mm. like getting added to, mm. so I've got to kind of see it in that way to keep myself going,
0: and the pencil drawings, like the sketches, the portraits, mm-hmm. um, uh, which, I, you know, I have a, a couple yeah. of, which I love. Um, it always sort of interests me the the subjects you choose and then also how you group
1: them. Mm. Like
0: sometimes, like, there's the 27 Club sort of drawings, yeah. which I guess is sort of, well, potentially an ongoing thing. Like, mm-hmm. they, they're not, they were not all done. Yeah, yeah, I, well, I, haven't, oh, I get, haven't
2: done Amy, Amy Winehouse Exactly, yet, so. so that
0: might happen, yeah. exactly. So there's always someone can be added to it mm. and, and that, but then there are these ones where you sort of take like two or three really quite um, majorly different people, mm. but there's always a connection for you that you've found in putting them together.
2: Mm. It's like that, you know, six degrees of separation idea. Mm. But I mean, the the initial idea came around that you know cultural currency thing, and it's like who who are the best? Well, it's almost like you know if you had to fly a, a spaceship out of the world for the survival of mankind, mm. and you could bring people back to life. Mm. You know, who would you have on that ship? Yeah, you know, it kind of started with that idea,
1: right? Yeah, yeah. And so
2: you're you know you're playing that you know what how does society operate? yeah and whether there are negative or positive influences on society and who's going to have the best things, best input to make for an interesting society but then you start thinking well I, you have to have somebody who's has a sense of evil to them or you know that's going to keep everyone on their toes or so I think that's how it developed
1: mm. and mm. it's
2: so it's you know kind of playing God to some extent mm. but it's my own little fun. Connect the dots yeah, of yeah, how yeah. these people relate to each other.
0: Yeah, yeah. I can imagine people look. I mean, I, I know myself. I've looked at them and and gone, why are these?
1: Mm.
0: Why are these here? And that must be a big part of it when you see them like on a gallery wall or mm. even on your site, and you're looking through them and going, okay, so there's Christopher Lee, mm. but then there's you know, I don't know who Joey Ramone. Yeah, 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 exactly. <laughs> and say they're side by side or whatever, mm. and it's like, well, what's really the connection mm. there, and why are these two together? Or, you know, people people that have been dead long, far longer than the other person's been yeah, alive, yeah. and, yeah, those sorts of mm. um, sort of contrasts. And I
1: mean,
2: that was a cheat, because that was related to Charlemagne. Yeah. Christopher Leake, and... Yeah. So that was a bit of a cheat, because basically they say if you have European to <laughs> you're probably related yeah, to yeah, yeah. Charlemagne but yeah,
0: yeah. Um, so you've just been you're on holiday at the moment you're about to head head back yeah um, what's what's in the pipeline so you've just done Sydney Contemporary yep tell us a, well, tell me a bit about that like I saw the photos but you were doing something pretty interesting there
2: yeah well I mean it's just a huge expo for art yeah and it's I mean it's massive now I think there were uh, just about a hundred galleries. Yeah. Over you know four days spread. Of so you're there shows. representing
0: your gallery basically. Yeah. Yep. So I was
2: there with Paul Nash, and yeah. he wanted me over there, um, as you know one of his international artists that he shows. Yeah. Also sort of expat international. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so I did. I've been doing this series of performances about the development of art history. Yeah. And I'm kind of at the end of it, I've done a caveman, I've done a painting monkey, yeah. um, I've done a sort of a Jackson Pollock character, and so I wanted to do this vampire as this idea of, you know, painting, you know, the, the people always talk about painting as dead.
1: Yeah.
2: And so I wanted to do this vampiric performance of, you know, painting that is the undead, because it's been dead so many times, mm. and um, I always do an an art process with it, and I thought that the printmaking is probably, well, to me it made the most sense because I'm dressed up as Nosferatu, mm. and you know Nosferatu was a copy of Dracula that had to be Count Orlok because mm. of the copyright issues with Bram Stoker's wife, yeah, um, and making the original movie. So you know, doing the prints, and the yeah. you know, with the print, the the actual object is the woodblock print. Yeah. but the the artwork is the thing that comes off it, the yeah. paper, paper print
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah.
2: and I just like that idea so I was just pumping out these prints and yeah. I'd you know, come in and do a well it ended up being about 90 minutes um, and do these prints and assess so how many do the, you get
0: through in a performance
2: uh, it depends on the size of the print but I was doing about 10, Yeah.
0: 90
2: minutes because you're yeah. having to ink each one separately You yeah, 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 I was yeah. hand burnishing them yeah. which takes a good few minutes Yeah. but then I'd because you can not really see what you're doing, I was having to just you know burnish it totally with a wooden spoon and then pull it up and assess whether it worked or not, and if you know it was a nice even um, inking print, I'd put it in a pile. If it wasn't, I'd just rip it up. Yeah, and so I think so that, that really part of the
0: performance. Yeah, like and people
2: how, are really you know and what, into what, that. What
0: I like about that too is uh, is uh, and I'm sure uh, people arrived at this. Um, themselves easily was that it it links for me to that idea that I think more people need to practice which is something along the lines of take what you do you know take what you do seriously but don't Mm. take yourself too Too seriously seriously, and so you're it's that whole like you're presenting yourself there as part of the work Mm. but also you're you're kind of hidden yeah you know you're, you're in character or whatever yeah um But when did you get into doing the sort of character type thing? Because that—that's something that I, you know, uh, maybe a little bit surprised about Mm. by you doing. Like that doesn't—that's not something. I mean, you're not a. I mean, you're a confident, articulate person, but you're not a natural performing type, really, are you? Not really,
2: yeah. But I think a lot of it. I guess it came from needing to respond to Las Vegas as a. Yeah, you know, performative city. Yeah, yeah, and, yeah. You know where we live in Las Vegas. It's only a couple minutes walk from Fremont Street, which is the older yeah, yeah. strip that we yeah, walked yeah, down. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Which is cool. Canopy, and yeah, they yeah. have all these characters all the, out there. the fake
0: sort of <coughs> impersonators and people lining up to get your photo taken with yeah. Robert De Niro or Spiderman exactly, or, or you
2: know the cast of Transformers or, fat or
0: Batman or yeah. <laughs> you know like ridiculously yeah. short spider-man like yeah any physical limitations a person might have hasn't stopped them from buying a character suit or dressing exactly. up as someone as well yeah. which is quite um, fascinating about that
2: and that's what I that's the kind of cue I took yes yeah. it's you know and I don't really see it as performance art either no it's just this thing that I do because I'm still making work
0: but it's also and it's uh, but it's on your terms it's breaking down that idea too of, you know, one of the th- problems people have with art mm. is worrying that they don't understand it, yeah. and so they don't, un- and that can work in many ways, including they don't understand what goes into it, like mm. how it's made, what's actually happening. So you're mm. you're presenting in a in a in a very straightforward presentation sense. Yeah how to make something and, it, and yeah and, and it's
2: totally fake because yeah, I'm, yeah, yeah yeah i'm presenting a process of how i would do something but it's not how i do it yeah yeah yeah. so it's uh, you know i mean the 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 informative thing for me that kind of got me thinking about it was a philip guston documentary and he's one of my favorite painters
1: yeah,
2: yeah and you know he kind of paints for the film and so they're filming and painting and you know well i do this yeah, and yeah. scrape a bit off and He's Which going he would, through the motions. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then the film crew goes away and he spends all night scraping out this painting. And so, in effect, you know, he's showing how he doesn't paint. Yeah, yeah. Where he shows the destruction of something. Yeah. And I, I I, really responded to that. So, it, you know, it is that performative facade. Yeah. That That is that protective layer again. It's a lot, yeah, you know, yeah, like yeah, yeah. Mass. I'm not going to show you yeah
0: quite how I do it.
2: But it is an in. But, yeah. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. yeah. So... You did that, and you've what? You've got a show going at the moment in Gisborne. Yeah,
2: that's just about that to wrap finished. up, and, yeah, I, yeah. and that's a show that Joe and I did together. Yeah, and we've got one collaborative piece where Joe's worked on some collage yeah. aspects of um, a painting on tin that I did, and then I just kind of finished it off.
1: Yeah, but
2: um, we we kind of pick things that were either of similar size or they talk about the idea of living in Las Vegas and how that relates to being New Zealand. your
0: separate responses to that and yeah yeah
2: and it came together really well because we didn't spend a lot of time on it but we just talked about you know coffee talked about what you're working on what I'm working on
0: how those two things can talk to each other and and so what happens when you go back what do you what do you go back to
2: uh there's always there's there's
0: always work but is there something that's sort of ongoing
2: well the next the next thing is a solo show in houston
0: yeah
2: and it's uh well the the gallery that we show at zoya Tommy it's quite a big space and there's three spaces so i'll be in one joe's actually going to be another and then there's a houston artist in another space yeah so i'm just working up these large paintings um sort of loose canvases that look like big dollar builds yeah and that's going to be about the currency of water yeah, yeah so that's what i'm that's what i need to finish and then i'm actually going back to the ex photo paintings because i'm going to show in paris um in i think may next year which is a group show curated about art and text uh, so you know images that incorporate text into yeah, it yeah yeah so i've been you know, how selected. many how
0: many X photos have you done? Do you reckon?
2: I think about four hundred. Yeah. And I've kept about. Have you got fifty? Yeah. The the because really the di- the real ones.
0: person because yeah. I was going to say they are like the the one we talked about before the the one I've got which mm. is uh, the the Andy Warhol Lou Reed one is as an X photo it's part of that yeah. series and um, and that's you know that's really important and then for me but so many of them reading them are actual as if you'd kept a diary.
1: Yeah. They really
0: are. That is the idea of them, isn't it? Is a visual diary with the text there. And Mm. they um are quite revealing about um I guess your um I wouldn't say fragile state, but just the changeable Mm -hmm. nature of how you're feeling towards doing your work.
2: Yeah. It was kind of like, you know, I started doing them as Like conceptual exercise or uh, you know kickboxing or something to get all the stress out before you started. Yeah, warm up,
0: warm up type. Yeah, because you do bring a
2: lot of baggage to the studio. Yeah, you know, and it's like you gotta you gotta rinse all that off somehow to be able to just do the work. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah. So they
2: were providing a great little, um, you know, release that then they became appendices to my practice. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, and I, I mean, I sort of. feel that way with writing too is Mm. that you know you you know like with regard to what i do anyway where like the only point of me doing what i do is turning up and doing it so to do Mm. that you have to sit down and punch the clock punch at the keys do something um maybe i shouldn't share quite so much of what i do maybe some of it i should hold back but i've decided to you know pump out, in some sense or another, most of what I put mm. down, it gets shaped or vaguely shaped into something, mm. you know, but that that came from sitting down in the morning and pretty much just writing, yeah. and I used to, you know, I was always a diary keeper and a sort of mm. journal, and then as I've, I mean, I've gone eight years blogging now, so that's become, in a sense, the diary, like mm. it's not always a personal revelation of any kind it's not always a strictly personal take on something sometimes mm. it's um, plugging a show or it's tantamount to a review or whatever but mm. threaded through it is the kind of diary thing and it is me sitting down first thing in the morning or late at night and going well, i've got to get these yeah, fingers yeah. working gotta and i've it, got, to, got to get these get thoughts out, out. Yeah. and then often the piece that i write after that you know a, the blog is just a bit of a brain dump and mm-hmm. and sometimes it, it's one of my favorite pieces of writing i ever do and other times yeah. it's just a brain dump and i sort of got that feeling with those x photos is that some of them are some of your best works that i've ever seen mm-hmm. and others of them are not to say they're not good but you can see how they helped you arrive mm-hmm. at painting something else well it was it was, Steps a, in the yeah, it was a
2: release you know it's kind of like <coughs> But it's musicians cool musicians' B sides. Yeah, or I was gonna, I was gonna know, say it's cool how step, the testers.
0: It's cool how a step in the process ends up becoming part of the <clears throat> part of the lineage, part yeah. of the like. Mm. I think you know we live in an age of oversharing now, so we're all kind of like sharing more of the story than we perhaps yeah. sometimes need to. But finding out ways to make those inner workings make sense as part of the external mm. yeah. sort of show of things and is 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 quite interesting
2: yeah i mean they're
0: so important that's the
2: weird thing like they're not they're kind of not important to me because they're not great finished paintings Uh, but they have so much raw material there for me to feed on and i often go back to the book that they were published and go through and go this is great. Well, there's I, that, I need to use that.
0: There's yeah. that one in the gallery in Napier of the lightning bolt drummer. That's right. And um, and I've seen it a few times. Like there. Shiva with
2: all the yeah, arms. yeah, 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 yeah. And so
0: we went to that lightning <coughs> bolt gag. That's right. And um, and a few you know a few years ago now. And then you did that painting, and that's that's in the gallery in Napier. And I was look, I was looking at it. I've seen it a couple of times. And then last time I was up there, and I saw it. He goes up there with my brother, and he was looking at buying something from there, right. something else. And um, and the woman was quite sort of whoever was working there was quite intrigued by how long I was looking at it. Right. And I said, to I said, oh, well, well, that's actually my it's name. About it's me. about <laughs> me. It's about <laughs> me. Like, and so that's I'm mentioned in that. Mm. And and she's like, oh, how funny, you know. And then she sort of, and I said. You know like i like it anyway and stuff but i can't i've got to kind of because when i'm looking at it i'm i go right back to you know everything about that painting is as mm. the going to that gig yeah talking shit afterwards at three in the morning mm, and you know and dr- finish it, yeah, having yep. s- yeah and then, and then back at, at my old place we went back there and had some more drinks That's and right. i think we were you know hovered over laptops <laughs> you That's know right. looking at probably looking at facebook fucking drunk or something but so i see that in yeah. that painting because yeah. of your because of your text mm. like if the text wasn't there and it was just that picture i'd be able to go oh yeah cool drummer from lightning bolt
2: that was the gig
0: representation but not, of that that was the gig but the the text not the and me, me, because i'm Cause i'm placed in it mm. it gives me yeah the wider mm. thing of the whole kind of evening and so i kind of have to sort of steer it a bit mm. kind of i'm kind of looking at it with a chuckle you know like yeah, snirk. yeah. i'm just kind yeah. of going fuck, that's funny like yeah. it's it's really cool but it's also fucking funny mm. yeah. so yeah that was quite a, an interesting <laughs> recent experience where she was oh, cool. she was really quite baffled <clears throat> she's like oh you seem quite taken with that and i said oh I am, but here's why, kind of thing. Mm. Like, I know it, I know it very well. <laughs> and then I sort of, it was. it was an odd thing to kind of explain, too. Like, it would sound like a fuckwit <laughs> like fuck and be like, which I'm probably sounding like me. now, but, you know, <laughs> I was like, you know, yeah, I'm in it. Yeah. yeah. So, yeah. yeah it's,
2: I mean, that's what I like about that stuff. Because, you know, to me, they're like, you know, the photo family album,
0: but in a way. But they have that thing. I think what I wanted to say, too, was, there's no reason why that can't mean a whole lot else to someone else who was not there mm. and doesn't know who I am and only knows who you are because you're the painter
1: mm.
0: not because you went to a lightning bolt gig mm. and you know like they could still just look at that image mm. and read the the text that's part of the image and go have a response to it go, yeah, fuck, that's cool yeah. you know I want to buy that or I want that in my or I just want to look at it for a while yeah.
2: or you know whatever the response is well, you know those are the the ins for the viewer yeah so if someone likes lightning bolt yeah and I, and I, I think it's been shared like I think Chippendale shared it yeah right oh,
0: Chippendale. yeah
2: yeah so it's and then, you know wow. Boy he probably does know who you are yeah yeah, <laughs>
1: yeah.
2: <laughs> um but yeah I mean the, it, it can be that specific but also that um not generic but you know that widely appreciated
1: mm. that
2: you can actually go and look at it for that singular thing mm, that mm. it's a band from connecticut yeah and you know then it's got all these kind of other features in it yeah, that yeah, are very yeah. specific yeah and, yeah yeah you know, the fact that someone else might have that with your name mentioned yeah in yeah, it, yeah, yeah and they don't know who you are yeah. or they they got it because they know who you are and they yeah, don't know who I am. Yeah, I just find all that stuff really Total interesting because it's yeah. like, yeah, that's kind of a as, Facebook. Thing, as I yeah.
0: say, yeah, a lot of those other, a lot of the other x photos that I remember, um, they sort of, they point to. Uh, it's really interesting to people look at. I feel like people look at artworks and go, uh, you know, our standard cliche generic response would be like. Fuck that must have taken ages. Yeah. Imagine <clears throat> imagine what went into that. Mm. Um geez, I wonder what that person was thinking on mm. that day. Um, slash that's fucking mad. How mm. did and and how did they come up with that? Yeah. And your um ex voters, as well as, you know, playing with all of your kind of recurring themes, like the iconography and things are in there, mm. um, you actually are explaining in a lot of them. In a sense, what it took, you're su- you, you mm. certainly express quite a bit of um, frustration that you're feeling yeah. about things,
1: yeah.
0: or little or little votes of confidence. Like mm. there are some stories about, I can't remember specific details, but there are like stories of just heard some good news that I've got a show or mm. what, this painting's been accepted to this or mm. you know. So you're they're kind of little updates, and they're mm. really little updates to yourself. Yeah, but you're making them public. Mm. and um, so have you got the, the ones that you've kept have you have, uh, are they displayed or a few of them displayed I suppose you can't uh, display all of them but
2: yeah not not a lot of them I mean we've, I did I did a ex-photo about Joe and I getting married it's yeah. got Black Francis on it yeah. singing hey because it's yeah. got that lyric we're yeah. chained yeah. and there's a, yeah, there's a chain holding our hands together so that one's up on the wall and there's another yeah. one I did a couple that I've done for Joe's birthdays yeah you know she's got specific people that she likes like photographer Sam Taylor Wood they were born yep. on the same day right so there's sort of stuff like that yeah, yeah that yeah. sort of means real something per, actual that mean yeah. To you, yeah but then yeah. I've just got a stack of them that yeah, I just sometimes like, yeah. go through that I yeah, just yeah. couldn't let go yeah yeah
0: yeah, yeah that that too personal they're, like they're too personal to not have exactly like,
2: yeah it's not don't like mind uh, people seeing
0: them but they're yeah. too personal to not it's not, not
2: like they're revealing anything no else, no no some no perverted stuff. i mean I, I sold plenty of those you
0: know?
1: <laughs> yeah 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 yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. Um, so they're
2: just nice to have like i do try and keep back certain works that yeah. i feel are important like they might not, not necessarily be the best works but they have some kind of seminal thing that is a change yeah, yeah. or yeah, yeah, or
0: representative of <coughs> a whole of group, group of things. Of yeah, 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 yeah. Wow. And um, and how do you um, do? You still, are you still able to sort of trade works with other artists and stuff? Or yeah, I do. Yeah, It yeah. yeah. still happens quite a bit.
2: Yeah, I'm always. I feel weird, broaching that yeah, subject. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Is, it, is it sort
0: of a something that you you kind of both just end up hesitating around yeah, until yeah you
2: feel each other out yeah about yeah, it yeah, and, yeah you know uh, but i have i have done a few swaps in the states, which has been great and with you know very very good artists and prominent artists yeah. that i would never think they would want something of mine yeah but you yeah, know that that's, yeah, i, to I, it, I really i like this thing i saw on facebook and mm. if you've got another one like that and mm. Yeah, you know, I often, if I do do a swap, I try and paint a new painting for them. Yeah, so right. It's so it's actually a, okay. As opposed to just, I mean, I have just what works, but I, I like that better, because yeah. that's that personal conversation you have that's with other artist. Yeah, 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 yeah. Wow.
0: Yeah, wow. so
2: that's, I, that's what I like about, you know, the the, the personal aspect of making art. You, mm. know, you can produce this.
0: And what else is lined up for this year beyond the... Um, upcoming uh,
2: show yeah houston yeah. and then, um paris um and then i think a show later in the year at the Moreno art museum which both joe and i are in it's mm. a it's kind of a survey of nevada based artists so it's kind of like a state of the art kind of thing mm. in both mm. senses of the word mm. uh yeah Do so it's but it's the same i mean it's the same studio practice it's yeah, Getting yeah. up and working and you must
0: have this real sense now I think we talked about this a bit the other day but you must have this major sort of thing of never working always working yeah like yeah when you're on holiday it's re it, uh, it must become research mm-hmm. and ideas ticking over yeah and then when you're as some people would think never working because you you know your job is to paint at mm-hmm. home you're, you're at it non-stop mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, well, I mean, it all feeds in. You know, yeah, It's like the the, the ultimate um, uh, being able to claim on things on your tax. <laughs>
1: yeah, yeah,
2: yeah. Because <laughs> it's like it, everything is feeding in. Movies, yeah. conversations. I mean, you can sit be sitting there at a bar drinking, and if you're having a conversation with someone, I mean, it's all feeding in. Yeah, yeah. You can't but help not do that. Well, I
0: think you're really good at um, exploring that, too. Like, it comes out in your... In, in, i know from knowing you so well and over such a long time and and the works i can see things mm. not just those overt references to me in a couple of ex photos but i know there are things we've talked about mm. that have been ended up in thing and in, in works or totally. or you've pointed it out yeah probably more often you've pointed it out to begin with and so i know that's going on with you with other people mm. too um but yeah, that's awesome. um, cuz
2: it might it might be me sitting back and not having an opinion at that time.
0: Yeah, yeah.
2: And then, you know, especially with like you and talking with you about music and you know, I might not have heard it, but you're yeah. explaining something to me and so my opinion <laughs> comes look, out later on as a painting or yeah, you yeah. know. I
0: was going to say careful you're making it sound like you can't get a word in (laughs) it's probably that so at least i can get a brush in yeah Yeah.
2: (laughs) (laughs) but it's Uh, a nice way to assess things and you know i have found that as i grow up or you know kind of um (laughs) i do like to kind of slow down how i process things and my opinions and not just kind of blurt out something
0: how do you family feel about your work is there are there a few things that challenge them a bit too much and do they just like not look at them or not discuss them with you oh, or not, are, are yeah, they not too broadly supportive
2: of what you're up to and yeah, yeah yeah they're really supportive um i don't know i mean i guess there were some things that i was slightly worried about and especially that ex-voto series about yeah. just like my mum or dad looking at them yeah. So I just put in. I put in the X photos. I wonder what my mum's going to think. That's of right.
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I remember that.
2: And she loved it. I mean, she understood the kind of meta yeah. Um, yeah, layers of reaction. Yeah. And I mean, I you know the the big series I did that tour around New Zealand the 33 yeah. series yeah the very first one is an image of my mother giving birth to me yeah <laughs> you know? and it's kind of like well you, you might as well put it out there because it's such a natural thing you, also you know?
0: it's not like it's a photograph no it's exactly. not actually yeah
2: <laughs> you know? it's my rendering of yeah, it yeah, yeah so it's a symbol of yeah. it yeah
0: people don't aren't gonna spot her in the street so you right, yeah. I, I saw you in that 33 you know, yeah.
2: He's yeah. not really. <laughs> 30, that, yeah, yeah. Yeah. years ago. Yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. Oh, it's not really that worry.
2: But it's, you know, but you do, I guess, worry about. Yeah, yeah, what,
0: yeah. Oh, for know, sure. The people
2: that you love think about things, but. I mean, it's. Oh,
0: I get a I get an angry text message whenever I say Bay is a cunt of a place. And <laughs> yeah. a, a blog, I get an angry sort of text. <laughs> yeah. or the next day, time I see my folks, they're like, "Why are you always yeah, running on. this? Why are you always running this town down? I was very good to you when you were growing up." And I was like, "Well, <laughs> you know, it's it's actually just a bit yeah, of a look luck. at where you are now." Yeah, like, yeah exactly. <laughs>
1: exactly. It's
0: <laughs> no, but it's like it's just it's just a sort of recurring kind of joke i have it's yeah. just a kind of that's sort of a classic a, stick about yeah, yeah. It provincial just, it, provincial new it zealand just and, amuses me to do it and yeah. your um reaction to it is only helping mm. me continue it yeah, <laughs> you yeah. know like but no i do i still get that mm.
2: i like, oh. was like when you wrote those corgan yeah uh fiction things yeah. about doing the residency and have yeah, north yeah. and it's like i mean i i guess i appreciate it on a totally different level that yeah. someone else would yeah. because of my understanding of us growing up together in Havelock North and yeah, Hastings yeah you and can the entire yeah and the personalities and the, those traits that but you know most places have that yeah you know, most people would be oh okay well I could kind of feel about that in Arkansas somewhere or you know yeah, yeah. so it's
0: I love the sort of response to that from people it was a great
2: manipulation
0: people really didn't understand was that Oh, why have you started writing fan fiction <laughs> you know, that, that was the, but again like you were you were a big part of that because that that got dreamed up with mm. us talking on Facebook one morning right. over I think like mm. I think I was sitting in front of the TV watching like fucking some shitty you know e-channel marathon of mm. um, one of the reality shows well the strangest thing is that and I can mm-hmm. remember writing to you and just somehow going something about just I think whether I dreamed it or what, and mm. I just remember riffing about... I've just had this... I just think it'd be really funny to imagine Billy Corgan as a writer in residence. Yeah, because it was to do with reality TV, yeah. watching the shitty reality TV mm. and trying to come up with kind of the dumbest, mm. fu- funniest, dumb idea. Yeah. Which was Billy Corgan There's as an context artist... on that Yeah, context yeah, Billy Corgan as an artist in residence at Havelock mm. Library. It just sort of mm. <laughs> seemed like the stupidest, but... <laughs> Funniest thing <laughs> that I could maybe think about exploring, and I think like originally it was just me and you talking about it and mm. a in a in a hungover dialogue, mm. and then I sort of went away and went, no, nah, you know what, I am going to explore that. Yeah, Fuck it, why not? It you know, you're free, yeah. you're free to do whatever you want. But I I remember thinking about that. Someone was talking to me about it a couple of weeks ago, saying they thought it was really funny and that they were genuinely baffled by how angry people got about it and I said yeah, yeah same like that yeah. of, of all the things I'm like okay you can you can think it's a waste of time and you can and you're free to point that out but people seem to actually express a genuine anger like a mm. you know
2: yeah they can a, a, quite a genuine, see
0: that. a genuine anger that it was a waste of their time and mm. I thought like, it was only a waste of your time if you enter into took it, it like, yeah,
2: yeah took it that yeah. seriously just just sort of yeah i mean the the, the weird thing was is that smashing pumpkins in that new group for those younger kids yeah. did a residency in an odd place <laughs> in america did you no, ever see nah, that no i didn't it's on youtube it's like three hours long wow. and it's like him that they, they had to write like 10 new songs a day and perform them and then that was the end of those songs And it was just mental. I've forgotten what it's called. I think it was like 2012 they did it or something like that. You've got to check that out. I was just like, why (laughs) didn't they do it in Havelock North?